Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, travelers, to the Lucky Die. Previously... Latin shares a memory, Ra meets other dragonborn, Squash worries about snow, as Ultana confirms their mission. Ra checks on the freshly arrived hunting party, only to find that they are in fact a dragonborn couple, sick with dragons more. Ra offers them a sanctuary away from the snow in Falsum, whilst Latian seeks a vision about the past, and learns of a seal-like race that long ago abandoned the school. Will their hosts leave with them? How much has the world changed in 5,000 years? And what drove the inhabitants of Coldford and Bayad to leave the town to the snow? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. table you have been pointing out various places that are difficult to pass you have been warned and drawn a picture of some of the more interesting things you might come across you have 16 rations each what do you want to do are you ready to leave the relative safety of the school finally or do you need to continue Whatever it is that you're doing here. Um, I, I think, think we're ready to leave. Yeah, I do just want to 
do a little quick Rob is going to hand and we don't even have to go over it but Rob just wants to make sure that they have a note he mentioned making one but like I definitely want to yeah, make yeah, sure that's that right, yeah. he does hand them a little note that says hey <laughs> these two are a part of this too they're going to Fossum <laughs> you guys okay. don't be yeah, dicks um, uh, they take that um, yeah don't be mean don't be mean lesson for life um okay uh anyone want to do anything else before you set yourself upon this path uh a few hours have gone since uh sun up <laughs> uh you're not starting out as quite as early as you'd wanted to but surprise dragonborn um the, so uh, uh, uh. i was gonna let it go man i was gonna let it go okay i think we go with all of your belongings wrapped up in the warmest of all the things that you have, with a few days' wood for the road, not that there is one, you start to venture your way north. The first day is tough. The snow in places is very uneven, so you'll walk across what was barely up to your ankles and the next minute be above the height of Squash's head. It's difficult, it's slow going. You can't go anywhere near as fast as you want, and the cold hurts. And the further north that you travel, the more that you realise the storm is beginning to pick up. You see it off in the distance. You can feel the winds beginning to whip at your face. Where would you like to settle for the evening? What kind of area are you looking for? Mm. Squash? Uh, yeah, squash is the survivalist. Aether is not. Um, but, uh, in, are you survivalist in this weather? That's also a uh, second thing. I don't think squash has spent a lot of time in the cold. Um, he's very lucky right now. He has the blessing of winter, which means he's resistant to cold. Cold. You, you should definitely make a check though, because your number is going to be higher on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I'm going to step aside here. Uh -oh. Aether. Yes. You come from Iceland. Yes. How do you not know how to survive in the cold? Oh, because uh, in Iceland we have these things called houses. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't... Uh, I mean, a cave is like a house. Uh, no, uh, like... Effing cold. <laughs> like, like I, I've played around with, like, when I was in the scouts, I, I played around with igloos and I know how warm they can get, but I don't think Squash has any idea how a fucking igloo works. Uh, okay. That's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> I just needed to address it because someone would have brought it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, on top of that, you're like te like temporary housing in snow isn't really a thing. That takes hours to make. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I guess Squash would probably just try to figure out like where the wind is blowing from the hardest and try to find some kind of a cliff or an edge that they can brace themselves up against. And uh, having worked around in the snow, that he knows that they can like dig out a little thing in the snow. Maybe use some kind of a tarp or blankets that they have to create a little covering. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's like smart. what we did on the mountain. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. In that case, I would like you to roll a survival check, please. This is the only survival check we're going to make that is not going to be a disadvantage moving forward. Oh, boy. The environment is going to be working hard against you all. Well, I rolled a 19 on the dice, which means I rolled a 32. Are you still proficient in that? I'm still got expertise in that. Yeah, I, th I think we agreed that you could keep that. Fuck. I can take right. that away if you want. It's no problem. No, nope, nope, it's fine. 
fine. I'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> as you make your way north, you see the sun is beginning to set. It's setting a lot quicker here than what you are used to. You become aware that days might be a little shorter up here. It could actually just be winter moving in. You aren't 100% sure. However, noticing where the wind is coming from, you begin to direct the team a little bit more towards where there is a kind of a hill. It's not the biggest, but it will provide some sort of protection. The hill is just a mound of snow at the moment. You can see the odd bits of like volcanic rock breaking through the snow in places, so you know that there is something more to it here. You can dig away at the snow, you can make yourself a little hovel, but it's going to be nothing more than that. And should the wind change direction, you might be in trouble. But for now, the four of you have a place that you can rest. So, what does this rest look like? Are you going to be setting a fire? Are you going to be cooking things? Are you just going to cuddle up as a four and hope you don't freeze to death? Uh, is there a storm right now? The wind is picking up. Uh, on your 32, I'm going to say that you know the storm is going to be here in full force just before sunup tomorrow. Just because you've got a 32, you would know what storms are. Like, you know how quickly they can move. Yeah. Is it ice above us, or is this like a rocky it's, outcropping? It's uh, a kind of mixture of rock and ice. It's mostly snow, this kind of hill like there's a lot of emptiness around you a few sparse trees they are nowhere near enough to give you any sort of shelter this is the best that you would find for this evening at least the words of braxton echo in laughing's mind and he says i don't think we'll be able to do a fire not without probably burying ourselves in snow or ice uh yeah i think we're gonna have to suck it up tonight um but the coming nights, we're going to need a fire. If it gets this cold or stays this cold, we're not going to survive without it. We can uh, we can all huddle for warmth. Or cuddle for warmth or whatever it's called. You've only heard talk about it. Never done it before. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. The fact that you didn't know. Before. <laughs> the, the phrasing like huddle for warmth or cuddle. I don't know. <laughs> I've only heard of it in books. Sorry. I've only <laughs> read about it in in a book. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely right. gonna need to uh, stay close. Okay. Are you setting watches? Probably. Good. Yeah, Giata had the trees attack us. It would be foolish to assume that the rest won't. Um, don't know what you're talking about. Snow monsters. I think Squash is gonna take first watch. Just to make sure if anything okay. has been trailing us that it he can catch that. And after that, he does not care who takes the next watch. Okay. I'll take second. I'll take the last watch. I only need four hours of meditation. And that leaves Rao with third watch then. Okay. The sun has properly kind of set by the time the four of you settle down, cuddled up very close, eating what rations you can. Staying as close as you can for warmth. Squash, you keep your eyes open, peeled. Could you please make a perception check for me? You All can see right. in the dark now, right? Uh, yeah, but as old Dark Vision Up is, it's only 30 feet. <laughs> Yours is shorter yeah. than oh. normal Dark Vision. Yeah. Maybe I have 60? I don't know. No. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Nah, <laughs> not nah. a chance. 
You just got sha- you just got shafted on it. My perception is uh, fourteen on the die, so twenty-seven. Of course it is. This is why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Um, on a twenty-seven, you see as far it's unusual for you to see in like this kind of darkness, and you're kind of getting used to this. You also begin to rely on some of your other senses, listening kind of feeling things that move and you can detect that there are things kind of moving out beyond your vision. You hear one of them begin to pound very quickly in your direction. Then they kind of skid to a halt and turn away again and head off in another direction. There is a lot of noises around you, a lot of movement, a lot of heavy, large creatures. And you think off in the distance, just that one moment, just at the edge of your vision, you think you see a flash of eyes. But that's all you see if you're watch. Sultana. Uh, okay. It real dark. I would like you to make a perception check, please. You got it, chief. Oh, boy. Wow, that's a three. You hear absolutely nothing. Just the howling of the wind as it begins to pick up. It is, what day are we on with us? Day 89. Oh, blimey. Oh, no. What? I don't know what you're worried about. Um, The sun, sorry, the sun. All you hear is the moaning of the wind. There's very little light from the moon that is almost full. But you hear and see nothing. You're lucky. Okay. Who's next? Ryle. Perception, please. Six. Is that good? You guys are going to get us killed. <sighs> guys. Oh, hold on. Tio. <laughs> what, what about Tio? Tio's looking too. <laughs> sure. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Tio time, Tio time. Tio time! That's how you spend the entirety of your two hours. You're just in Tio. <laughs> well, Rob did make a time. check of his own, but we could say that he's also checking Tio every now and then. And Tio, Tio has, is MVP. We all know this. Does Tio have advantage on these? That's why he does I good. I don't think so. Yes, he does. He has keen Whatever senses. his character sheet says. All right, then. He has, he has advantage. He's so good. 16. No, I'll let my results stand. (laughs) Okay. As you transfer your senses into Tio, it feels really cold. Like, he just nips his head out. You see that the wind is picking up immensely. There are actually, like, small bits of vegetation that's now being picked up by the wind, which is going extremely fast now. It's very heavy. You can see and feel all the clothing of the four of you huddled together just beginning to, like, rattle around. It's kind of, like, smacking at each other. It's very difficult for everyone to stay asleep. Tio looks around, and in the distance they see two flashing red eyes that seem to be intently watching your group they move away and then they come back again a few minutes later except there are two sets of red eyes now and they go away and they come back and there are four they go away and come back there are eight but they always they don't seem to be coming any closer than about 
35, 40 feet. Oh, no. <laughs> and that is your watch, unless you want to wake anyone. Um, um, I'm going to tell Balance that <laughs> there was one set of eyes, and then there was two set of eyes, and then there was four set of eyes, and now there's some eyes. A lot of them. And uh, now it's your watch. Good night. Tiger it, Grizzly. Okay, well, Raul, hold on. What? Before, Hold on. Raul, no, hold on. Just keep a watch of my body for a second, <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? Scouting. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Okay. So, uh... Laffian's going to uh, have his wandering eye pop out. Mm -hmm. So Rawl again sees the third eye open up on his forehead <laughs> you, you as he see meditates. Him make a gross and the face. eye just pops out of the socket and flies off. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know you guys still have not told him this is what happens. I know. This is the context <laughs> that I'm giving you. We need to play this game you. until you the very see end. see me make a gross face. <laughs> it's definitely going to be Kythea that tells you. Yeah. <laughs> Dear, I hate to tell you, but that's really disgusting. What? I mean, what I, I don't doing? mind it, but you totally have a third eye. <laughs> Sweet. Anyway, your eye floats out beyond you. Can you click it so, so I can see all the information about the eye, so I can give you like an accurate representation of what it is you see? Or feel? Or smell? Sure. I, I don't know how your, your eye works. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Yo, me too. <laughs> You send the small eye out, you extend your senses, and everything about you is inside this small psychic sensor. You go out to where Ral indicated the eyes were watching you, multiplying. And as you get closer and closer to I'm it... I'm one of you. They can't see. As you get closer and closer to these red flashing eyes, you see what looks like a very big bear... You note that the eyes, they're not flashing red. They are filled with fire. You can see the claws that occasionally as they tap them, they're buried mostly in the snow, but when they break that surface, they too are covered in fire. They are big, very big. And there seems to be, let's say a herd of them. <laughs> herd? Yeah. Uh as in... A, a lot a of good, them, yeah. A good yeah, amount of yeah, them. Yeah. If, I, if I... Uh... If I move the mm -hmm. eye up, can I get a rough idea oof, of uh, how many oof, I'm oof. seeing here? About 12. <laughs> there was okay. one pair, and then there was two pair. <laughs> and then there was four pair. And now there's 12 pairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. A clever reveal. It's just a beholder pretending to have a bunch of different pairs and just closing and opening. <laughs> and there's like a moment of, oh, it's just a beholder. Oh shit, it's a beholder. <laughs> we can free this one. I think at this point we can probably handle a beholder. I was listening back to V's old beholder. Jesus Christ, that voice is amazing. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's not. I hate it. It's the same voice that I give the um, one of the clerics yeah. in Kino. Kino that kicks you out of the temple. Yeah. 
It's it's your not really Kermit Kermit voice. That's the one. It's my fake Kermit voice. I hate it. <laughs> okay. So... What would you like to do now that you're aware there are a herd of bears with fire in their Demon eyes fire and bears. fire on their claws? What would you like to do? Uh, Laffian's gonna dismiss mm -hmm. the eye. You snap back straight into your body and you see Raoul giving you a bit of a looking face um, and Tio just like stares at you smiling. <laughs> Little tongue out. Um, okay, Raoul, we need to get everybody up. I know everyone hasn't finished the wa their rest. We need to go. There, there are more eyes now. Um, twelve. Twelve eyes? That's six things. What are they? No, twelve sets. What? Um, why don't we wake the others and I'll tell you as we get moving. Roll. Roll like slowly. Shakes everyone awake. There's six things out there. We're... <laughs> no, there's twelve things. Zoltana, squash. Hey, wake up. Uh, is it... Are we leaving already? Uh. It's a bit sooner. Um, I don't know. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? So there are approximately 12 uh, fiery uh. demon bears. What? I'm going to make it safe. <laughs> It's an 11. You're fine. It's barely. <laughs> and they're watching us. Um, I think it might be a good idea if we leave. Um, I don't know if they're actually demons or not, but I'm going to take a guess. Are they going to follow us? What scares bears away? Normally, I would think fire and things... You said the bears are on fire, though. One of those doesn't... Right, so none of I us think are one of those doesn't them. work and none of us are bigger. <laughs> no, so I'm suggesting we leave. Uh, fuck. Um, Squash is gonna like peek out and try to spot what the hell uh, Lafayette is talking about. It's uh, beyond your 30 feet dark vision range, I'm afraid. Ew. Oh, don't you have dim vision from a certain distance? Like uh, 30 feet beyond that, right? Depends on how, how you works? made the thing work. Sure. And we can keep things like continuous with everyone else's awful dark vision. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have you roll a perception check. You're going to be able to see these kind of fiery eyes and occasionally more at ground level, the kind of fiery claws. Mm. But they don't. Yeah, I'm actually not going to say anything else. I'm going to let you all do with this. Um, is okay. there. Any chance Squash knows what the fuck this is? Survival or nature check? In fact, any of y'all can do that. Like 28 survival. Dirty 20 on nature. 19 survival. And I got another three. How did I get two threes in a row? I don't know. On brand. On brand. We know the curse has transferred. This is the problem. No, I just you had, had a one last session. <laughs> yeah. Arch, you True. somehow gave me the curse. We have to finish How? out this, this you know what? season, and you then the, the curse is going to transfer to someone else, is what's going to happen. Because you had it all season one, and now it's on me, because I had pretty good rolls season one. 
Give it to Aethor. He can't I, fuck up. I don't up. know how I, to transfer it to Aethor, true, but I actually. want to. <laughs> you keep your your crummy curses to yourself. Thank you very much. Nah, I'm gonna figure. Ars, no, we're gonna figure no, out no. how you transferred it to me, and then we're gonna figure out a way for mm-hmm. me to transfer it to Aethor. Mm-hmm. Sound good? I I agree with this because I I hate this ridiculous monster rogue that you've made. So yeah, yeah. Let's, I let's just, just figure this out. I will just go for well, werewolf the- rules and assume I have to kill you guys. Like that's. <laughs> No, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're a halfling. You already cannot get ones unless the gods fucking hate you. On top of that, you have expertise in Mm -hmm. everything. So, like, the chances of the curse impacting you that badly is non-existent. You also have reliable talent. Between reliable talent, halfling luck... And being Aethel. And just expertise in everything. (laughs) Yeah. The curse would at most make your 29 a, like, 25. <laughs> you, you, you're forgetting the, the the fact that I'm not listening to you all. Reverse, it, it's either werewolf rules or I'm not playing. <laughs> okay. Uh, on a three, you kind of just see them in the distance. You don't know what they are, but you're very able to see that this is probably some sort of polar bear and it's definitely got fire on it. Um, on a 19... Um, on a 19 on survival, you're probably aware that things like fire might not do much to it. Cold also might not do that much to it. Um, it may be resistant to those kind of damages. Um, on a 20 of nature, this is not a naturally occurring beast. Um, you are right that there is something of a demon in this. Um, on a 28 survival, you are damn sure that cold is going to do dick all to it. You are damn sure that fire is going to do absolutely nothing to it. Um However, on a 28, on a survival, something, the way that they are, they don't seem to be getting any closer. And if you've picked up the information from Lafian and maybe mutterings that you may have heard in your dreams from Rao, they don't seem to be getting any closer. They seem to have stopped and they're just watching. Um. Something in their behavior does not scream that you're about to get eaten yet. Okay, uh, all right. Um, well, they're, they're clearly got some kind of, um, um, infernal elements to them. Uh, right, I kind of suspected. They, they, like, my, my, my mind tells me they're probably, like, some kind of an apex predator around here. They seem to be completely, uh, like, embedded in fire and in ice. I, I don't know. But they don't seem to want to get too close to us. Um, they're cautious. They're careful. That just means the sizing is Yeah, happening. which either means that we need to strike out first or we need to get the fuck out of their, their, their territory. If I have a few minutes, or I can just make it happen now, but... Uh, um... I could make that thing again happen, where the invisible uh, thing, I could have it carry something out there, like a cloth, we could trick them. That could uh, get their attention and give us a chance to run, maybe. Or it could just go out there and see if they attack it. I'm just a bit concerned that we might accidentally antagonize them instead. I think the 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 invisible cloth thing is not a bad idea. It might give us more of an idea of what they're planning or what they want to do. 
Oh, it's going to use it to try to get away, but if you want to send it out and see if they attack it, that's, uh, that's an option. We, we can absolutely also use the chance to just, just leg it, just keep going. I mean, it's it's not too early in the morning. Like, we definitely sh- should be using whatever good weather we have to move. I think we should do that. I think we should use it to distract them and then just leg it. I agree. What if they follow us? Well, then they're going to regret following us. Yeah, they listen, if they follow us, me and Cal will make them sorry. But there's six bears. No, there's 12. <laughs> The joke's not getting any funnier. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay. So, am I reading the situation right? Ral, you want to use your unseen servant... (laughs) To see if the six bears attack. Put a piece of cloth on it and just send it out to the bears. Yeah. Are you going to make it go, ooh, you're going to cut little holes in the fucking sheets? They'll they'll think it's a person, (laughs) you know. They'll think it's a toddler wearing uh, their mother's sheets. Excuse me, Squash. Okay. Squash, ignore him. And you're going to use (laughs) this as a distraction for y'all to just leave? Uh, Yes, it is as stupid as it sounds, yes. Okay, I just wanted to check. That I had this plan down. All right. X, v, uh, no, no, V. No, no, V. It's, it's okay. plan. Air quotes. Um, Ral, you summon your unseen servant. You give it a piece of cloth, and it runs out towards where the bears are. <laughs> the four of you grab your things. Are you running? Are you walking? Are you trying to be sneaky? Uh, I think we're, <laughs> I think we're just making our way. <laughs> just uh, trying not to trying to be cool, playing it cool, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Uh, I used the word apex predator earlier. Well, we're apexing their predators. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Rawls, Rawls, flying overhead, gonna watch over and see what happens. Okay, that's great. Um, as the four of you gather up your things an hour ahead of getting a long rest, you make your way slowly, casually away as Ral's unseen servant just makes their way towards the bears. The bears look at this piece of cloth that is just floating nearby. When you say it like that. (laughs) You see one of them like pad over to it and just kind of like lift its nose and smell. It doesn't smell like anything in particular. They put their paw forward straight through your unseen servant, through the cloth, just tearing it into pieces. They twist their head. You hear them slowly call out to their friends, and they all turn and look at this cloth. Then they turn and look back at where you were, but the four of you are gone. (laughs) Baboozle. And you see them just look around at one another and just slowly begin to spread out like... Again, they're maybe searching. Some of them are coming in your direction, but they're not moving particularly fast. They're just slowly making their way through the snow in your direction. Some of them completely wrong direction. The sun 
begins to peek over the hill. Hill? What the hell was that? The slow slowly begins to peek over the hill. And as the rays of light begin to cut through the storm that is beginning to blow more and more intensely, as the beam of light hits the first of these bears, you see them recoil and they make their way towards the shade. The other bears, hearing this call from their friend, also begin to make their way towards the shade and the darkness as the four of you make your way north. You have not completed a long rest, but you do have a short one. Your additional hit points from the Hero's Feast are gone. Oh, damn it. Boo. You didn't engage with the bears. Boo. I, no, no, don't don't want. Uh, so we were able to spend hit die. Okay. I'll have to do that here yep. in a second. So we only did a short um, rest? Correct. Does Raw know... Raw wouldn't know bears from around Fossum unless he traveled north and he would have done that primarily like on the roads and shit. <laughs> uh, with yeah, Bogram like you would be aware of the threat thing. of bears. Uh, what information do you think you wouldn't know? And I'll let you know if you should know. It. I want, yeah, I want to know if I know about enough about the bears in the cold weather here, even though these are magical and clearly like, are they... <sighs> I guess I want to try to read their intent, I guess, but how do you incite a bear? Um, I want to know if they're Survival. hunting. Like, what? Because they didn't attack. Oh, they're then, not yeah, I'll, I'll need you to make a. I'll need you to make a survival check. How hungry are they? It's a 10. Yeah, I don't have a very good survival. You don't understand what they're doing whatsoever. Okay. Like, they seem to be patiently waiting or maybe studying you, but also the sun just didn't seem to do any good things for them, so... Yeah. Uh, Ross yeah, says... basically what you really get. Well, I don't know how dangerous all of the things here are going to be, but those bears don't like the sun. So we might swap our travel schedule tonight. Depending. We don't know what else is here. I think that might be a little dangerous, though. Visibility at night is going to be a bit, well, very reduced. Visibility during the day is also rapidly deteriorating. Oof. At night, at night it's worse, though. Mm-hmm. Um, does Zoltana still have a shield? The other thing is temperature. Does Rawl have a shield? I does don't think Zoltana so. still have a shield? I I should. Okay. Um, I never use it, but I definitely have one on my character sheet. <laughs> okay uh raw raw will uh say zoltana you can give me your shield and we could tie a rope to it and we could let Tio and squash sleep and pull them it'll be fine at least one of us will be arrested for the day uh zoltana will take the shield off of her back and oh man it's so funny because i still have my my shield still ha it has the symbol of tear on it that's so awkward uh, <laughs> <laughs> awkward uh, like Sultana takes it off and like looks at the, the symbol and like kind of like rubs her neck and like uh, like you know like ooh, awkward boy <laughs> i mean Raul, if that's something that you want to try doing um i mean the shield is good for the smaller ones here but um, I do have a foldable stretcher in my pack. 
Yeah, but this with with the shield, it like it, there's snow, right? So it'll just like slide yeah. along the snow. It'll be a lot. Right, but I'm saying like you and I could carry Rawl so that he could rest, or like that would take too much energy out of the two of you. I'll be okay. Look, I balance. Think I think you've we'll- forgotten that I'm fucking short. We will uh, leave that far if anyone gets hurt. But the the shortness for you is actually a convenience because then you can just take the two front handles and just put them on your shoulders and you're already good. I feel like what's going to happen you don't have is to do anything else I then. put you them put on them my them shoulders in. and you'd be holding them. And even if you were holding them pretty low, Raul would be like sloped forward. <laughs> So I don't think that this would You're be... not that short. Your shoulders are up I'm to like, like my four, chest. I'm like four foot something. It's on my character sheet, but I'm not going to look at it because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly one dwarf high. One dwarf wide. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Listen, Zoltana, I really think you're selling uh, yourself. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm four foot six. So, so Squash and Tio are going to get sleep. Is this what I'm picking up? Yeah, it's going to be nothing for Rawl or uh, Zoltana even to pull a little sled. <laughs> yeah, at least for an hour. At least I mean, until the weather gets too busy for the shit, the sled. Or until we go downhill and then you just see. Or, or the cave <laughs> makes it to where it's not a sled anymore and it's just a bunch of rocks scraping on metal. <laughs> <laughs> No. I guess the other question is, Squash, are you okay with this? I mean, like, if we do something like this, I can do a full uh, what's next night, so that's not a bad idea. Might as well. But, yeah, I don't know how well I can sleep being dragged behind somebody. That's... I'm, I'm not a pick. Would you it, rather ride in the stretcher? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I, my my brain tells me that we just need to keep moving. The 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 cave was what four days walk, uh, but we've slowed down, so maybe closer to five. We've done harder walks. We've done drift, more difficult walks. Maybe not with demon bears following us, but <clears throat> we climbed a mountain to save your ass. Exactly, you crossed the desert to save my ass again. Uh. I'm noticing a pattern. Roll like, Roll like plops the shield on the ground and has the rope kind of like tied around it. Well, it's, and then they sense we're not being attacked right now and we're not all too tired right now. So if you want to take a rest here, otherwise we just carry the shield. It's not not the problem. I'll I'll happily like try this out. We'll, we'll see if this does anything smart. If I can get a uh, if I can get a snooze in, that might help us tonight. Spundle yourself up a lot. <laughs> Squash wraps the dirty white cloak around him. You you also have, um, to be fair, literally everything else in the bag of holding. Um, like you have whatever... You literally stole everything that was not nailed down in her home so or in her, <laughs> her base. So you have things like her blankets and, all and her you notes have you like all the clothing of hers. <laughs> Do not burn her notes. That's not a good idea. But you have things like blankets and extra clothing. Like, you have a lot of it. 
Yeah, Squash is just gonna bottle himself up, make a like a little nest, little rat nest on the shield, and just let you drag. I don't know how much. <laughs> Raw is imagining like Tio helping you, like by being there, but he's probably not. He's probably not warm <laughs> at all. <laughs> There's nothing uh, to gain. No, I he's think like Tio like bundles in underneath one of the layers and just like also has like uh, the blankets around them in such a way that just their little eyes and their nose are poking out. Like they're just keeping an eye on things. They don't get rest per se, but you don't exactly know Tio's sleeping schedule. Um, but they seem to be grateful for the warmth. Tio's watching the safety of the sled so that Raul can pull yes. the sled and not have to worry about whether the bear is just getting a snack off of the sled. Yeah. As I pull okay. it. I feel like Tio is just turning into Mushu from Mulan. It's so good. <laughs> okay. So, Squash, I will allow you to finish out your long rest for this evening. All right. However, you will not get any more rest this way. Okay. Because the storm picks up in earnest. That wind that was so strong that has been building really hits you. It hits you in such a way that it feels like the wind is cutting through all the layers of clothing that you have, even the specially adapted, specially made stuff that you have for the cold. It seems to bite through that. It's so strong. It is so hefty that you could stand still and be blown backwards. It is a real effort to keep walking forward. Your speed is reduced. It is cold, the snow is building, and your visibility decreases rapidly. The sun doesn't stay up for very long either. It just could be the storm is blocking it, or the days are in fact getting shorter. Let you decide. Perhaps it's both. As you reach towards the end of the evening, you see the kind of landmarks that your dragonborn companions mention and you notice them and you make your way around those just sheet ice that would collapse underneath you that's good because that would be some very terrible rolls for you as you make your way around this and you go a little bit further north you come across a large collection of trees They don't have any leaves on them, but the branches are wide. They are heavy. And you see that underneath that the snow is not deep at all. Just odd bits that are being blown into this collection of wood that you could make shelter in if you wish. There's not... It doesn't stop a lot of the wind, but you aren't being snowed on anymore. You could, and there are areas that are slightly clearer that you could actually lay down and take some rest. The trees do look startlingly familiar, however. More of those falling trees? (laughs) I'm not saying they're falling trees, but I am suggesting that they look very similar. Alright, uh... Squash is, I'm assuming at this point he's gotten off the shield and is like marching along with the team. Or, yeah, like uh, dragging you would definitely slow Rao down to a very like significant extent. How big is this forest? It's not massively big. Like you can see the edges of it. Forest is probably an extreme uh, version of what I want. Like this is just like a good cluster of trees. Um, can I see the other side? No, not quite. Okay. The sun is beginning to set properly now. Um, I'm not sure how to proceed here. Because those are probably going to try to kill us. 
and we're going to need a fire tonight. Squash, do you want to maybe try scouting ahead, see if you can find a clearing somewhere in here? We can set up camp. The trees will act as kind of a natural deterrent for predators. And a natural place for a fire, <laughs> to be on that. Before we go right. too close to the trees, I'll, I'll scout that area out. Those trees do remind me of the falling trees, so uh, I am more naturally nimble than the, most of you, so... Uh, and he looks at... Tell them to throw their branches into a pile so we can use it for fire. That'll be convenient. I, I, I don't think <laughs> we're on the same team as the trees. Have we tried asking? <laughs> okay. Squash, yes. just try to find a clearing somewhere within the tree line so that we can have that protection. Yes. Uh, the cold is clearly getting to squash, uh, to uh, Ra. <laughs> okay, uh, um, so in that case, I will need you to make a stealth check for me, please. All right. Uh, with a disadvantage or? Yes, please. Uh, I do apologize. Pretty much all of your checks from now on are going to be at disadvantage. All right. Ooh. That's a uh, 26. <laughs> of course it fucking is. I mean. What did you expect? <laughs> I am the rogue. I send my curse to you. I send it. <laughs> no, you keep, <laughs> you keep that bloody curse over there. Well, you'd be the person like least affected by it, so you should have it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> you slowly, very carefully make your way through the forest. You hear branches cracking above you, just looking up. You see that they just cracked a little bit from the weight of the snow and the ice, of the pressure of the wind upon them. The deeper into the forest that you get, the kind of bigger these trees become, the more dead, if anything. They're very barren. There's no life here at all. There are no tracks that you would expect in a forest. Small creatures, animals, birds, droppings, small undergrowth. There's nothing. Just bare earth and a lot, a lot of branches above you. You find a clearing. There's a lot of snow in here, but the wind doesn't seem to be as much there build-up of trees seems to have diffused, kind of softened the wind as you know it. It's a bit of a walk-in. But you could set up a camp here with fire. You wouldn't necessarily about to see much coming if it decided to come for you. It's a little exposed in that regard. But you probably could get a rest here. I think Squash is assuming that the trees may work as a deterrent for the rest of the animals. Uh... Mm -hmm. So this seems like a really good idea. I think Squash is going to like make his way back, uh, try to retread his steps a bit deep so the rest of the crew can easily see them and make them out. And mm -hmm. uh, like think about like other people's sizes when it comes to tracing his steps. Like, okay, can I make this easier on the rest of them? Okay. You kind of like do the thing where you make your, your, your path back as like easy as possible for the others to navigate. For the three of you standing outside, could one of you please make a perception check for me, please? Just a straight perception, because sure. I'm going to assume that everybody else is helping and aiding, so you can just make a straight perception. Oh, uh, okay. You sure you took the curse, Casey? Uh, very definitely. <laughs> it's a 12 perception. Uh, I got a five on the dice. Uh, yeah. The wind was, is so strong 
you can't hear anything. You hear and feel the trees behind you swaying in the breeze. They're way more affected on the outside than what squash has found further in. You hear lots of cracking. You hear the wind beginning to howl as it whistles through this forest behind you. You don't see and you don't hear if anything is approaching. So much so that none of you notice that Squash has rejoined you. You've got a 31, you're never going to see him. 26, you're never going to see him. I could have seen him if I got a 19. <laughs> I want to say that Raul told you all that the bears were seemed more curious about the thing and didn't really attack it, even though, like... <laughs> It did like shred up the the cloth. I don't know. It didn't strike me as being aggressive. I'd rather not deal with them at all. Well, they're the ones following us. Well, assuming they're following if us, I'd, I don't think they would have. If it were up to me, you know, the one would have just said hi, and then it wouldn't have brought six others, five others <laughs> to follow us. I don't know. Maybe they would have ate you and gotten indigestion or something. No, it would be bad for them. Acid reflux, you know. Anyway, I think I found a good place. (laughs) Oh, hi. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, Yeah, uh, I found a place in the clearing. It's uh, like in the forest. It has like a little clearing. It's, it's, I think it's a really good spot, I think. All right. Lead the way. All right, follow me. Sooner we're out of this cold. And try to be quiet and, uh... Quiet and graceful, I guess. Uh, I think these are more of the falling trees. I would like each of you to please make a stealth check, a straight stealth check, because I'm giving you advantage because of squash having laid the uh, the path down. So, straight stealth checks, please. Twenty five. Nice. I have disadvantage. Seven. You don't have disadvantage. You roll straight. I I have disadvantage when rolling, like always. I mean. First yeah. uh, first roll is a 16. Nice. Yeah. And a 33. All right. Squash, I was basically just going to ignore you. What? <laughs> <laughs> so. According to the trees, you yeah. don't exist. Uh, well, that's not strictly true. Um, so Squash got a 33. Sultana got a 16. Balance got a 7. And Rao got a 25. Tio's writing on Ral, so Tio doesn't mean to make a roll. Oh, wait a minute. I have luck points. As you are... Yes, I you do. sometimes forget I took that feat. I'm going to use one. Slightly better, a 10. It's something. As all of you begin to make your way through the forest, you're following in Squash's footsteps very, very carefully. And then you hear a crack as a branch above Lafian's head falls down upon him. I need you to make a deck save, please. Not 20, 22. You can roll with real dice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could, but I'll take that one. That's fine. Uh-huh. Picking and choosing, huh? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. I forgot that I can use real dice. Yeah, for saves. Real dice for saves. As you hear the crack above you, you jump forward almost instantly. You just have that feeling that something is going to hit you in the back of the head if you don't move right now. And those senses save you as you feel the branch smack onto the back of your knee and you take five bludgeoning damage. That was halved, by the way. Okay. Uh, He tries to stifle any 
grunt of pain or any additional sounds. Uh-huh. You see raw That's mouth fine. the word firewood and smile like <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. He reaches down and grabs the branch. Yep. That's a totally wise move. Um yeah. And holds it out towards Rawl. <laughs> The four of you... And mouths, you want it, take it. Roll grabs it. (laughs) The four of you make your way to the clearing. There are no other major instances. The few cracks above you here are just from the wind. You manage to make yourselves a camp. Again, I will ask, are you making a fire for food? Are you setting watches? How are you handling the evening? There's a fire and watches. Yep. You see Raw go to the edge of the woods and put the shield down and make a loud noise <laughs> and catch all the firewood that's thrown onto the shield <laughs> and drag it back. Okay, yeah, uh, I will accept that. Um, you cheeky I'll accept that. that is, I'll take deck saves. That is cheeky want. enough, I'll allow it. Raw is used to trees trying to kill him. <laughs> Remember uh, the, uh, what is it? The fucking... Even at disadvantage, my yeah. deck saves are very good, so... Yeah, no, that's fine. You are totally, I'm going to say you're totally able to do that. Um, <laughs> you game the trees. What is the name of that buried city? Now? Um, I can't remember. Uh, Dranith. Dranith. You grab all this the wood. Sa- the Savras trees. Yeah. And you are able to light them. Or are you? As you pick <laughs> uh, up your tinder pouches and you try and set fire to these branches from the falling trees, as you have named them. <laughs> They do not catch. You probably waste something ridiculous like 30 minutes, an hour trying to light these and they will not light with your mundane tools. Uh, having a bit of a problem there, all Squash, do you have soul fire? What? <laughs> what? No. Need better fire. Fire times uh, four. Let me, let me, no. Jesus, calm, calm down. Soul Savers, fire. calm down. <laughs> That's... Well, that's a little extreme. I think that there's probably a better way to light tinder than soul fire. Well, I've been trying and it's not working. Raw like let those me... is little tinder stuff. Okay. No, no, no. Let, let me just... I've, okay, I've got go. this. Just pile everything up there. into one. You all right. It. So we pile up all the wood and Laffian just puts uh, one hand out towards the pile and he's going to use combustion. Okay. Please link combustion. He spends a single side point, and uh, it does say that I can target an object, and it lights on fire. Now, if there's a level of me that wants to be a complete dick, but I don't know if I should be, because what you have just done is not magical fire, is it? It's brain because fire. You're not magic. It's brain fire. Um, I don't know, V. These will only set fire specifically from. Fire times four. <laughs> mm-hmm. From magic fire. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it says on fire. Whatever. This is soul wood. Um, no. Use it to no, create the best blues guitars in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> Negative inspiration. If I could, I would. Um <laughs> But I, I feel like bringing up the fact that this is non-magical fire to light, I think it's thick enough. Um, you managed to set this wood on fire. Um, it combusts and it stays alight for a very long time, much longer than you would have thought. But that by that point, you're already deep into your meditation. Um, Ral and Zoltana 
you're already sleeping. So if what I picked up from the earlier conversation, Squash is going to be pulling an all-nighter. Well, most of mm. it, yeah. He's the only one who got a full night's rest the night before. And if I understand correctly, uh, Lafayette only needs four hours of real sleep. Mm-hmm. So I- In that case, I'm going to put most of the onus of doing the checks for the evening onto Squash. Whether it, the, the watch is broken up into pieces, uh, we'll find if you actually get a long rest or not, but I'm going to put this onto Squash then. Yeah. Squash, All I right. need you to make a perception check at disadvantage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With a what? <laughs> it is dark. The wind is very loud. Excuse me, You me. cannot see beyond your 30 feet. What? You're not going to be happy with this because it's a 23. Okay. <laughs> Sucks to be you then. What? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you needed a 25. <laughs> no. You hear the sounds of branches falling all around you, clunk, 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 from all different directions. You don't feel it, but you become aware that there are things moving very heavily around you. And then you see a flash of red eyes. You see claws tapping at about ground level that are covered in fire and then sink into the snow to disappear once again. There are a lot of them around you. By the way, Squash, you can interrupt at any time. I'm just going to keep going until you tell me not to. You see one of them lift their nose in the air and sniff. And they look towards the wood. They begin to very slowly eke their way forward, stop, pull back. And a second one joins it as they inch ever closer. And they pull back. A third joins them. Now they are all coming from three different directions as they inch their way closer and closer until you can see them properly. They don't seem to be paying much attention to the four of you huddled together for warmth around the fire. They get ever closer. I think Squash They're is They're about gonna, 15 feet out. Uh, like, raise himself to his <laughs> less than impressive stature. And... I think he's going to lock eyes with whichever one of them, like, looks the biggest. This is a ballsy move. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's as it kind of makes its way towards you and you begin to move, all three of them as one, their heads whip around to look at you. And the biggest one stares at you, frozen momentarily. Squash gets out a single dagger from a hidden pocket somewhere. It tips its head looking at you. You can't see the other two. You know they're behind you and off to the side of you. You don't know what they're doing right now. It very slowly puts a claw forward and puts it into the snow or whatever it is that you've cleared in front of you. It lifts its second paw and its body pulls itself forward. You see the fire reflecting off of the whiteness of the snow as it puts it down in front of you again. Now it's about seven feet out. Squash puts the um, hand that doesn't hold the dagger in front of himself, uh, creating mm-hmm. like a little bit of a, like a, I don't even know what to call it. Like he's basically like a physical barrier. Yeah, it's Just yeah, it's that sounds dumb, but that's what he's doing. A redundant. Like he's okay. Physical barrier. 
and he has the knife like in the other hand and it's just like yeah that knife's flying as soon as this thing like does anything uh wrong a behavioral barrier <laughs> all right then i'm just going to keep describing and you throw when you want to throw my friend <laughs> it reaches forward and it puts its foot claw right down in front of your toes it steps forward once more and its claw its paw reaches out towards your face and then it strikes. God All right, I, I'm going to attack you now. Yep, I'm going to get you. <laughs> it just, I'm just, I just need you to understand that it's doing the very slow walk and it's looking at you intently when it, it just lifts its hand and just strikes down. Swats like, at me. Yes, yes, that's the word. All right, go ahead and make, make an attack. 22 versus your armor class. Hits. It does 13 slashing damage and 6 fire damage. 19 damage. As it pulls its claw back, it just like leans back on its haunches and looks at you. Am I bleeding or was that literally just punch? Like was that just the physical form of it? It kind of claws into the side of your face. You have like three very deep scratches and a fourth slightly lighter scratch. They don't bleed, mostly because the fire has almost instantly cauterized it. It opens its jaws wide. Takes half a step forward and closes its mouth around you. Yeah, this is the yeah. biggest game. This Anytime is the biggest now. game of chicken squash. What are you doing? <laughs> I bring... It picks you up in its mouth, <laughs> but it's not closing down on you. Oh god! And like... It turns, bye, <laughs> and slowly begins oh to god. stalk away no. in the other direction. No, 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 no! Stop that! <laughs> okay, I, I think. Like, no. Squash, like, is struggling, and if it starts uh, biting down, he's going to bring the knife that he has in his hand up into its throat, which he has, like, definitely at this point, like, when it, like, bit around him, the knife oh, went no. to the throat, like, all right. All right, I need you to take an attack roll, please. All right. <laughs> what are you doing, Squash? <laughs> I was hoping to, uh, what's the word I'm looking Psych for? Psych it out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Disadvantage or normal? Um, I'm going to say normal. It's clear that the bear is about to like put its jaws around you, but it's too late for you to do anything. Yeah. Oh boy, that's an 18 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, Do I get sneak attack since I've got like a clear shot for its throat as it's moving kind of slowly? In what world do you have advantage? I don't have advantage. I'm saying that since it, it was moving slowly and basically just opening up its throat for an attack, that's the argument. But You are not going to sneak attack this. I'm not it saying sneak attack. mouth around you. All it right. knows exactly where you are. It's uh, eight piercing damage with my dagger. Okay. Just eight. Yeah. All right. Um, can you please take an intimidation roll? Thank you. Oh, I'm bad at those. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it's just a flat ten. Anytime you want to wake us up. I know, I know. 
As you stab your blade into its throat, it closes down ever so slightly, whips its head to one side, and Squash goes flying through the air into the snow. The three of you awake as you hear this bear cry out in anger. Oh, good. <laughs> as Squash just stabbed it in the throat. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess on... Uh... Are we rolling initiative or is it leaving? Well... It may or may not have been intimidated. You may or may not have witnessed the other two bears turning and padding away slowly and quietly. But the bear that is dripping blood from the neck seems to be a little pissed off. Uh Uh-huh. So, yes, I will need initiative rolls. Okay. (sighs) God damn it, Squash. Oh, God damn it. That's not a good use of a 20. (laughs) No, no, it's not. Hi everyone, it's V here. We finally got a chance to sit down and record another session, so we decided to pull the giveaway winners while we were at it. The first one, the winner, the person who wins literally all the mirrors signed by all the cast is Carl Hamlin from Twitter. So thank you so much. Um, We will send you information um, as soon as we uh, basically finish this recording session and let you know that you won the set. we also decided to pull some runners-up. So Arch pulled for someone to receive signed art of Lafian, um, Squash, uh, sorry, Aethel. Aethel pulled for someone who would win Squash's art. Casey rolled for someone who would win Zoltana art. And Neil rolled for someone who would win Ral art. Yeah, I said the words right. I, I'm really tired, guys. I'm super warm. I'm also very uncomfortable right now. So um, the winner of Lafian's art is Karen Heimdall. The winner of Rao's art is Amini from our Discords. The winner of Squash's Mirror art is Vince Messina from Facebook. And the winner of Zoltana art is Emily from Twitter. So congratulations to the five winners, the four winner of them all and the runner-up winners. So thank you all so much for participating. And to literally everyone who put something in for this, it was so nice reading all your reviews and your comments and seeing some of your fan creations. They blew us away and we felt really happy. So thank you so much for that. Um, 153 episodes is uh, it's a long time to stick with someone. So thank you so much for that. There's just a couple of little bit more uh, housekeeping things I want to do. First of all, I want to say thank you to some of our newer patrons, to Hiru Dagon and Rai Rai. I hope I pronounced either of those correctly. Um, thank you guys so much for being supporters. We really do appreciate that. And if you want to help the show out any further, anyone, then you can just leave us a review on any of your podcaster apps, um, iTunes, anything like that. Um, it just helps to get us seen. And also we like reading them. Uh, you're about to hear an ad for Intelligence Check. Uh, go check them out. Also, thank you. Bye. Greetings, podquesters. I am Colt Hawkins, famous bard of the podcast Intelligence Check. Intelligence Check is set in a Tolkien-esque world where our party members are forced by fate down the road of adventure. Literally, fate is physically forcing us. We keep trying to walk away, but the damn thing never lets up. Now I know what you're saying. Another D&D podcast? But trust me. I'm worth listening to. I mean, we're worth listening to. And doesn't this accent make you just want to trust me? Intelligence Check celebrates the camaraderie of lifelong friends, joking around a table while remaining true to their characters and story. We bring you short, bi-weekly adventures full of action, banter, too many tentacles, and a naked dwarf. Oh, dear God, someone please put some clothes on that dwarf. 
So roll an intelligence check, because the show you're listening to now is awesome, but you'll need something to hold you over while you wait for new episodes. Oh, come on, is that really the tagline we're using? Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.